Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Buzz. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Man, I'm eight years old. You think I would be here alone? I don't think so. Cue the theme song. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no good keister off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Why'd you take your shoes off? Why are you dressed like a chicken? This is it. Don't get scared now. All right. 1990. Merry Christmas, by the way, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Silly season. Merry fucking Christmas. For all you listeners down in California. Many Christmases ago. bitches. 30, in fact. (laughs) Nice down there, isn't it? 30 Christmases ago, we got Home Alone. 30 Christmases ago? Yeah, that's 30 years. Jesus. I know, it's crazy. old. Old as fuck. So, uh, written by John Hughes, directed by Chris Columbus, and we have uh, Macaulay Culkin. We have Joe Pesci, Daniel Stern, Catherine O'Hara, John Hurd. And uh, I didn't realize uh, John Candy does make kind of an appearance in this. And then I didn't know that uh, his cameo is pretty big. Actually, Fuller, the kid who's going to piss himself because he drinks Coke, is is Kieran Macaulay, <laughs> uh, Kieran Culkin. Really, it's Macaulay's little brother. He's on that show, Successors or whatever, the HBO show. Right. Good for him. Our succession. Good for you. Succession. Good for you. So a uh, Home Alone uh, follows uh, the McAllister family as they are preparing to go to Paris for Christmas. And through a series of unlikely events and bratty children and picking on kids, Kevin gets left home alone. And dick uncles. Yeah, yeah kind of dick uncles. Yeah. This, this, and hijinks thing. ensue while there's also some burglars in the area looking to burgle. The structure in this movie is super weird too because you just get fucking thrown into that house with nothing. You yeah. just get thrust into this fucking chaotic, crazy scene. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's uh, perfect because it throws you right into, you're in that scene. You I just don't it. even, but I mean, you don't even really give a shit about anybody yet. So, but you're like surrounded by their nightmares. You don't need and, and you have Joe Pesci there as the cop. I mean, I like him as the cop, actually. But that's the thing. You learn uh, Joe Pesci. You learn the parents a little bit. You learn Kevin. And you learn his relationship with most of the other people. Kevin's a dick, though. Them, Kevin's a little fucking shit, oh. though. Yeah, he's, like, he's a complete dick. Which is why, like, later when he's in the church and he apologizes for it, he even says, like, I've been a shit lately. It's like an that hour into the movie, though. <laughs> yeah, but that's the movie. <laughs> No, what but do you I want, want it to. <laughs> you want it to be a fifteen-minute short, then they can cut it through all the shit. I'm just but. saying, like, it's not like he's Bill Murray a dick. Because, like, at the beginning of, like, a Bill yeah, Murray movie... he's not likable. He's not likable at all. No, no you do think you're brat. like, this little kid is a terrible. Yeah. yeah, but I'm supposed to follow him now and, like, root for him against, like, the fucking bandits it, or whatever. It might have been a little different if Kevin had been set up as being, like, actually treated unfairly. Like, they were picking on him and pushed him to the edge and he had a tantrum and that's what he got in trouble for. But he was, like, super jerk from the start. Yeah. Yeah, you, you keep waiting for that moment... Where they um, show you that he's mistreated, that he's like the the Cinderella or whatever, where he's the one that's always beaten <laughs> down. Do you know what I mean? But I, it, it doesn't happen. But maybe thirty years ago, like audiences felt watching this story, like Kevin was in the right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how. Because I don't maybe know. audiences weren't that sophisticated. I, don't know. I mean, f- we were all alive thirty years ago. I don't remember that being cool. My parents would have smacked the face off of me. <laughs> 
Yeah, I would have got uh, thirty years ago. Yeah, you would have gotten yeah. the shit kicked out of you by your parents if you were like being a little prick like that. Like Buzz is a huge jerk to him. Um, by and they eat his pizza and they seem pretty happy that they did that. Uh, I don't even know if that was true because like Buzz either. just said that and then he like fucking freaks. Buzz. And Uncle Frank is such a dick. He's a wanker. He won't pay man. for the pizzas. Yeah, no, that uncle guy a, is a total douchebag. Well, and, yeah, and he's getting a free first class trip to Paris. He, um, the like thing that bugs me the most the plane too. is when Kevin's like, Uncle Frank's not like, yeah, he does too. Crystal, <laughs> this is Crystal, put it in your purse. He, um, Culkin says at the beginning that Uncle Frank is watching a movie and all the other kids are watching. Yeah, and, and they won't let him. And he won't let him. That guy is a prick. Yeah. Like, that guy deserves, like, he never gets a, a punishment does he he's just a dick and he gets away with it he's the big big i think he's the bigger villain and more he even than the, even more than the bandit he kind well, of he'd is. be an ongoing uh um Irritant. presence look yeah. what you did you little jerk yeah. i know and the parents don't even defend him <laughs> brent i was gonna ask you this if cody talked that way to your daughter like wouldn't you like knock him out i wouldn't I don't know knock if, him out but i would i would be in the i would stop that because like isn't it normal practice the in today's age like if my nieces and nephews are, are acting strange i i'm like hey like don't do that that's not right but i wouldn't be like you little fuck pants jizzwad fuck you what are you doing i would, have, I totally. would never say you that don't talk to kids i have two nephews and a way. niece and i would never i would never discipline them that way in front of my brother and his wife oh yeah i don't even mention if my nephews are doing something i that's my brother and and my um, yeah. sister so his parents the thing i'm not that's yeah. like yeah. i'm not jumping in front so of kevin's with parents that. were in the wrong there because kevin's parents didn't stick up for him and they like let his uncle like be a little a total douchebag to him 100 percent. but that's yeah. about the only thing where but they kevin's also the don't right. really seem like kevin's dad also never really seems that concerned everyone is about actually really ever unconcerned considering that there's a three-year-old child or an eight-year-old child at home kevin's mom's the, the only, only one yeah. the only time kevin's dad is concerned is when he finds the gold tooth on the ground at the very end that's the only time he looks like huh what's happening uh, the rest of the time he's just there and kevin never once is like i miss my dad most of all he's like it's yeah. mom mom where are you and then yeah you can bring back the rest of my family maybe even uncle frank but the dad is so uh so indifferent throughout this whole thing yeah i think he's just like 90s dad or 80s dad or whatever where it's just like one of those things um where he was like the he was meant to be like working and it's clear that this guy has a job, bank. a, per, a pretty great that job. House is, that house is huge. Not only is the house huge, but Joe Pesci uh, later on goes on to say that the whole reason he was scouting this block was for this house. Yeah, that's right too. Cause he's like unrelenting. I'm going to get in there and, uh, and brings his weapon. It is a nice house. It's, it's huge. And even and at today's standards, that house Hughes. would be worth like $4 million. It's John Hughes. So we know where the movie is set. Yeah, it's Chicago. Well, dun, yeah, they're dun. trying to get back to Chicago anyway. Which, which also makes the neighbor, the weird old guy with the shovel, like he's like, there's been some things going around about me. Yeah. But I assure you, I live in this mansion alone <laughs> and I'm not weird at all. Oh, there's, yeah. There's so did Ellie watch it with you? Yeah. Oh, and what did she think? Uh, she thought it was good. She was like, she was ahead of it the whole time. She was like, she was like, that, that guy is the policeman. And I was like, yeah, he is the policeman. She was like, yeah, he's a bad guy. Uh, and then at, at the <laughs> end, she was tooth, like, right? yeah, she, she just thought it was actually the tooth too. Oh, the whole way through the movie, she was like, there's that tooth. Like, not that she didn't pick up on it before, but I mean, she liked the movie. Um, did she like the Kevin torturing them and stuff? 
Does that give her ideas? I always worry that that gives her ideas how to torture. Yeah, well, that was my concern, actually, was that I would start waking up. Like, right now, she, like, makes presents, but when maybe now she'll start building traps. Or let your hair on fire or whatever. Yeah, well, I got to tell her, like, don't let my hair on fire. It's barely holding (laughs) on. So there's... um when Kevin ends up watching that gangster video and the dude whips out the Tommy gun and blows away the other guy in the office, that's yeah. like, that's considerably more violent than I remembered as a kid. Cause like you see the squibs going off in the guy's coat as he's hit by multiple bullets and then down he goes oh, and then the bad you? guy is like, just going insane shooting. And all I remember was keep the change, you filthy animal and like laughing at that smugly. But like for a young kid, like Kevin's reaction is appropriate there where he's like, what? Yeah, he'd be tripped out by that. Yeah. I also feel like they do a good job of establishing... I mean, they work really fucking hard at establishing how could they have left him home alone and how could they get on a plane without knowing he wasn't there. And well, and the daughter they, counts the I neighbor. Bought, I bought she it had counts that, Well, they, they sell it because like, they, they threw away his passport yeah. in the garbage. They show that. And then she counts the wrong kid. Yeah. Like I feel and like the, they the power did they, and the and he's Which up in the also attic. Cuts the phone lines. He's in the attic and so he can't hear what's going on. So I feel like they that's not a speed bump. I feel like they pull that off. Yeah. But what I do feel about this movie and was feeling kind of the whole way through was um a sense of uh um kids movies with Pixar and and other things have gotten so much more sophisticated for adults. And I, I really got the sense that this had, that they didn't have that in mind for this. Like this was for solely for kids. Like I didn't feel like there was any real good humor for adults. I didn't feel like there was any, there wasn't anything smart for adults. I, I felt like it kind of, it kind of, you know, it just, and it was probably because of the time it was made. Like yeah. there was nothing like Pixar around this time. No one was making like these these hybrids where where they put in stuff for adults and kids. Like in my opinion, like the uh, Inside Out movie is like not only for adults and kids, but is like one of the best screenplays of that whole year. Yeah. Like as a screenplay for like themes, more like for like the underlying morals and ethics and and like teaching adults <clears throat> and kids like things that they should probably already know but don't. I don't. None of that's in this, right? Um, some I agree with you on the humor aspect of it, but funny what I noticed this time when watching it was that the while Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern are in this a bit, and there's a couple of times when they want to come to the host and Kevin thwarts them, they're only coming at Kevin for like the last twenty minutes of the movie, and there's about an hour forty-seven runtime. So that means there's about an hour and ten minutes leading up to that big conclusion scene, and in that, um, it actually does a pretty decent job at at like having Kevin with his tantrum get set up get set up to hate his family and wish they're not there and then discovering that they are that he actually kind of does love them and does want them around for all their weirdness and I think I think it culminates well in the church scene when he's with the old man and the old man tells his story about his son and basically what they say is he's like I don't know the lesson's kind of about family and that you 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 love them and then you know you might forget that you love them and you might fight with them but they'll always be your family and they're always there and and that love is always kind of there underlying and i thought that was kind of a i don't know if that message was directed you know all at kids that's kind of a an everybody message that they could take away that scene is by the way <laughs> the, like probably the best scene in the whole I movie i liked it the best but i also feel like that scene is so much better than the rest of the movie yeah because the whole rest of the movie is kind of so dumbed down 
that I was almost taken aback by that scene because it is so good. Like it was not only so good act written, but it was also really well acted and the directed like that scene almost is like better than the whole movie. And they set that old guy up so well being like the menacing old man, the crazy dude. And then for him to like smile and come over and start speaking so plainly, it just, it it really gets your attention. And then what he had to say, it was like very honest. And Kevin gives him some uh, good advice back for his own life improvement. So I don't know. This movie was less this time to me. I had remembered it completely about Kevin defending the house. And really that is a, relatively small portion it's of what very, the rest of this movie is It is very small, is but I also felt that was... Did you guys find it structurally wonky in that way? Yeah. Um, yes, in the sense where you're speaking um, that it's like this kid comedy because it kind of... It goes... It does dip back and forth a little. There's like the kid comedy part, which is a big part of it, right? It's like him at home and stuff. But then there's also like um, a little bit more adult themes like with that old man. I love that old man. Yeah. Um, but there's those themes and then also like seeing his mom struggle and like deal with her desperation and stuff like that. Like those are more adult themes. Um, you know, when he's fucking just pegging those guys off, I mean, that's just, you know, that's just what that is. I feel like that's the big, I do feel like there's a little bit of, Oh, totally. But I feel like there is a little bit of weaving back and forth between those elements. It's not just zany kid. I guess I felt like the humor with Kevin though this time was not very good his like, slaps, the, like it, aftershave it, and the sped up him running uh, around with sped up why aftershave frames. twice yeah. why did they do that twice and, uh, ha- the after- unless you don't shave the aftershave is not going to hurt that doesn't really even make any sense I, I think the idea is that he shaved I don't know maybe but yeah. you would, <laughs> but, if his face is all cut up and he put aftershave on a cut that would have been funny but so but here's the thing it's actually not, funnier yeah it is funnier but it's not funny <laughs> You just putting it on your bare skin. No, I, I agree. Like, ah! But it's like what? What? He's screaming. But my kid thought it was funny. Okay, that's yeah. what, that's there what I'm saying go. though. Is it is there for kids? Go. I'm saying yeah. It's, to me, it's yeah. The humor is for kids. To me, it's like though is aside from like some of the damaging robber stuff, which I still laugh at too. Yes, but but ex- it's mostly the screams. I feel like ninety percent of this movie is exclusively for children. Oh yeah, I don't disagree. Which is yeah. fine, this is a kids movie, yeah. which is totally fine. But like I'm just saying that. Over the last 30 years, like the lines really have blurred between um, that and it's because of the writing has been so elevated, especially when it comes to Disney and Pixar, where where the writing is so good now. And so this kind of feels almost like it really pales in comparison to what we have today is all I'm saying. I'm not saying. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. um disagree it's it's like a 90 10 split of for kids for adults alone, yeah. so that the, the adults could take their kids to it and sit through it but i think the pixar movies are maybe even closer to 50 50 they are i well, feel like maybe it's really it, maybe they're just be very intellectual up and 60 uh, and 40 for out. the parents almost yeah. it's just that the industry has become more sophisticated right they've well, learned some of it, yeah. some of it some <laughs> of it has become that's why i feel looking at this today is really interesting because you can kind of see and this was written uh, by John Hughes and produced by John Hughes. One of yeah. probably the last memorable things John Hughes did because this movie made like a ton oh of my money. God. Oh, yeah. yeah, so much money. So much money. This was like a gigantic box office smash. So thinking about it, it is totally, um, even those more mature aspects of it, if you think about it, they're, they seem to be like a little bit more um, They're just dramatized because I think that they're intended for the kids also. Like even like the mom's desperation and stuff like that. It's it's a very simple thing that doesn't really go through a lot with her. It just goes through that she's torn up and desperately trying to get home, right? 
Um, the same thing with the old man is it's a really simple, relevant thing for him to grasp. And the, the kids and everybody that's been watching the movie has been following that theme anyways. Mm. So when they have that discussion, that's super easy to grasp. I feel like it's even the adult components are still for kids. They're just like simplified, more dramatized examples of like more mature, serious feelings. Right. That to me though, that old man church scene between him and Kevin could have been in like a, a dramatic movie that wasn't about kids. That's how totally. that's what I'm saying is how much better that was. Yeah. I'm and, not disagreeing, with but that. it was very simple though too. Like you said, yeah. like kids will, will get anything that was said in that scene, just like an adult, but just the writing the directing and the acting was like just so much better than the rest. Yeah, it just almost felt like it shouldn't. It was a different movie when that scene happened. I remember feeling that way. Um, and so, what do you guys think of all the shit with the bandits and how Kevin's like tricking them into thinking that they're home? And it's a little and elaborate. Them, like, <laughs> flood, flooding the house and yeah, because like okay, I was gonna say that was the one of the first speed bumps because this movie plays a lot with that. But like his setup with the ropes and the the things the spinning. mannequins where did he get the I, mannequins I, by I, the way and that was like almost, they live in a mansion i just assumed there was a room with things <laughs> and his like moving his arms and legs with ropes to make everyone move and stuff at was the perfect time of the so, evening like did was, he see them pull up was so sophisticated <laughs> don't you remember didn't they say they'd come back at nine no that was the last that night was, yeah and, oh and he also sets up that shit he's running home he hears like i don't what time was the clock dinging for him to run home five or no it was like they said they were coming back at five. At, they said they were coming back at nine. At oh, nine. okay, nine. Right. So I think the clock dinged at six or seven, and he was started running. So he did all of that legwork in like two hours. Yeah. Which yeah. is crazy. He set up like a... He froze stairs. He yeah. froze stairs. He set up a, a, a rope so he could... Uh, what do they call that? When oh, you zip line. Zip line from he the back. He set up a rope with a blowtorch. He covered all of the doors. Yeah, what about that blowtorch? He tarred torch? the stairs yeah. with, with a nails. nail in it. Like <laughs> That would have worked... The na whole nail thing would have worked better if he was coming downstairs. Like going upstairs, he wouldn't have noticed. Well, and he barely steps on it. I saw this time. I don't know about you guys, but I've stepped on a few nails. Oh. Yeah, you just stepped go on it a little bit down. like that? Yeah, that's not happening. If you just like little poke in your foot, you're not jumping backwards off the staircase. I know he's in the tar. You're just going to use some F-bombs and try to get it down. Let's be real though. Like as soon as that iron fell on his head, he's dead. Yeah. He or died. at least unconscious. Oh, these guys are both not making it through the first five minutes of the encounter. When, when Pesci gets <laughs> shot in the balls by the Pelican <laughs> is one of my favorite things. Because just imagining the pain on that is devastation pesci's uh swearing yeah he does like old sylvester yeah. uh, the cat i mean i yeah. feel like i feel like i thought that was going to be overdone and too long this time but it actually wasn't because like john was saying earlier it's only about 10 minutes and there's a good build up to it you yeah want it. so there is not <laughs> there isn't as much of that as i remember there being it's almost was a perfect amount because i wanted more and that's what you want to do is you want to have you want to have, have the audience wanting more torture of these sons of bitches. But like with the paint cans, I mean, even that paint can to the face coming yeah. up, this, that could have killed you. <laughs> oh, they would And then be you dead. fell down the stairs. Oh, yeah, for sure. And <laughs> how many times? Like some minor bruises. and Even the falls, backflips and falls, pratfalls they're doing down those staircases with a breaking bones. Yeah, for, when, old, for guys of their age. Yeah. When, yeah, um, broken, broken somethings. When What's-His-Face steps on that nail and then falls back, he falls back like seven or eight stairs. Yeah right onto his back yeah like never mind the iron 
You're not getting up right away from that. No, shit, man. That's wind knocked out of your minimum. He and, and he, before that, fell down the stairs yeah. in the backyard. And those are like oh, yeah. hard concrete sharp stairs. Yeah. 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 That yeah was crazy. Those guys would be all fucked up. Like crazy they would be. They would fucked, be fucked up. up. You know, I was able to suppress a lot of my thoughts, though, as things were going through. Like, that's too complicated for the kid, and that's too, like, crazy. And Because it's ultimately the, the kid's movie part of this takes over. But the only thing that really gave me some issues was when Joe Pishy uh, peeks in and the flamethrower um, goes on his head, and he just sits there for, like, five seconds going, Ooh! And it doesn't light the, the curtains. And he's like, those are serious burns. Serious oh, yeah. to, like, burn... <laughs> Like his hand burn would infection. also be like so yeah. bad, seriously bad. You yeah. wouldn't be able to use that. Him and the guy from yeah. uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark could get together. Oh yeah, they'd be like, "How's your M. hand wound? How many kadans?" M. That was that was also <laughs> completely stolen from that movie because yeah. he even puts it out in the snow. Yep, which is fine because yeah. no kid's gonna get that reference anyway. Even no, if you get the reference, reference. Go, nice little Uncle tribute. Uncle Indy, Uncle Indy, <laughs> Indy. Indy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they get the shit kicked out of them. But, like, um, I actually didn't mind their end of the story because they were, like, hitting all those houses and then the one guy was, like, flooding them all and the guy was, like, telling them to stop and he was, like, he was making all that noise and he was, like, you're a hell of a cat burglar or whatever yeah. you call them. So I didn't mind that stuff. I actually kind of enjoyed that stuff more than the Kevin stuff, to be honest. I yeah. like that stuff. I also like um, that the worst part of the whole thing for me was that he was flooding the houses. Yeah. I was like, oh my, don't fucking do that. <laughs> Steal all the stuff, but don't yeah, flood the house. Place. Yeah, that's I mean, shit. that stuff's actually really bad. Dude, you fucking, especially in the winter, that's all going to freeze. Oh yeah, yeah, your pipe, the house is ruined. They'll have to be torn down and rebuilt. Man, I wouldn't, those guys are all rich anyways, so they'll yeah. probably deal with still, that. Yeah. That's still crazy, but I, I guess I started getting that feeling when um, Kevin steals the toothbrush. And then he's like, shoplifter. And then the cop's chasing him. And then he like does that knee slide. The power slide across the ice. ice and stuff. And I'm just like, this is definitely not for me. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not, this is for children. And that's okay. But it's, it's, um, but it's not for me. And that doesn't mean it doesn't hold up. It's just definitely not something that. Yeah, but that's fine. That's like Moulin Rouge. John was just like, this, this isn't a movie made for me. I just, I would like to, I, I think it'd be way more fun to watch it with kids. To see how they would react to it mm. like was that that must have been really interesting for you i mean it's fun but you're in a different mode when you're watching things with kids too because you're watching it and you're like you're excited for their excitement especially yeah, if it's a movie that I you mean. grew up with yeah. right so there's already like that engagement so like i'm easier to laugh at the stuff going on in this movie you're probably a little bit more engaged than you are because you're watching it like super critically, critically yeah, yeah, and, and you're already probably not interested in the actual movie right Whereas, like, for me, I'm interested because I'm invested in the experience between, like, me and my kid watching. Yeah, right? and I, I so think a different thing that there. would be a lot more fun to, to watch. It's totally with more kid. fun. Absolutely. Laughing together and watching that stuff is awesome. And she, Especially watching those guys get all tuned up. Like, kids love that And then stuff. she thought <laughs> that that was stuff was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So she was laughing the whole time. Like when that guy's head is lighting on fire, she's laughing at that. Oh yeah. Every, but both of us are howling. <laughs> when those guys scream, I think it's the funniest thing. So for all I know, I'm setting her off because those, every time they scream, I to, Daniel Stern and Pesci both have hilarious screams when they get hurt in these different things. What about when he has the tarantula put on his face? hundred percent. That's the craziest scream. That's so funny to me. Um, <laughs> La last thing I kind of wanted to bring up was just the, I mean, we talked a bit about it already, but like 
is how violent do you guys think this movie is comparatively to like some other quote unquote kids movies? Is this, is it too violent or no? You were just saying that they were laughing at it. it I know, but it's slapstick to me. Like I, to me, there's a very um, obvious difference between like uh, a guy say getting like passionately stabbed in the alley or something like that in, in like a more adult movie yeah. to like these guys like are obviously totally okay the whole time yeah. and they're getting hilariously injured with like like i'm saying those screams like the ah whatever the fuck daniel stern does so well that stuff's obviously funny right yeah and there's there's never any big injuries like they're stepping on nails they're taking bonks to the head like yeah, you see yeah. in cartoons i don't i didn't think any of the violence was anything um you just don't want to keep swinging around an iron and no, smacking you definitely in the don't. face with it or you something. You definitely don't. Well, no, and actually the one thing I did think about was when he shoots him in the nuts with that gun, <laughs> there's nothing to indicate that that gun is a pellet gun. Like a kid would just be like, you can shoot people in the nuts with guns and yeah. it's hilarious. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not like super soft about that, so I don't really care, but I, you could have yeah. an issue with that maybe. I guess I forgot because I haven't been a kid in a long time, but um, even when my nieces and nephews were younger, just they just love seeing people fall down and get hurt. <laughs> they love it. Babies so, love it, man. Babies, before they understand anything. If yeah. you bonk in front of a baby, they're like, <laughs> Yeah, they think that idiot. is hilarious. He's not as swift as he thought he was. <laughs> That's totally true. Yeah, they're dicks. Um, okay, then we have uh, John Candy's cameo. Love John Candy. I love him too, but what the f- I don't think that most of that needed to be in this movie because even his polka stories don't add to anything. Like he, she, he tells her a story and then she is like, did you leave your kid home alone at Christmas? And then he's kind of like, oh, we're all kind of like bum dads, but not really quite as bad as having a kid and leaving it at home. That was a little weird for me. When yeah. he details how degenerate everybody in the van she's in is. Yeah. I do like that story about the way they left their kid with a dead body and stuff. And then he was like, he was okay after like <laughs> after six a couple weeks. of weeks. Yeah. He goes after about five or six weeks. He started talking again. <laughs> he was fun. <laughs> the kids are resilient. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. But I think if, if, um, if she ends up getting a flight on her own, and just shows up and you don't have any of that road traveling stuff, it doesn't lose anything How in this movie. old is he? How long is he alone? Two days? Three days? Two days. Th- two or four, three. I, I thought it was three, but... Was it? Because didn't... Um, it doesn't seem that long. Didn't... at the So at the beginning when he says there's a flight and she says, but that's how many days? Friday. He said it's on Friday. Yeah, and that's how many days? Two, I think. Was it two? I, th- I, th- I, think, I, I thought think, it was four. I think he's alone for like three days. That's what I'm guessing. We'd have sense. to go... It doesn't matter anyway. Not long. Two, three, four. Not a huge amount of time. Yeah. Well, for an eight-year-old, can you imagine if? But an eight-year-old, <laughs> right? Dude, I'm pretty. That's that's what makes me think it like actually wouldn't have been that bad. Because if she was home alone like that, like they know how to eat and drink themselves, right? So oh, he could yeah, do I that. Guess. He didn't need to leave the house and do laundry and fucking all these what if weird no shit that he decided though? to do. There's got to be groceries. I mean, there's got to be something in that house. There's guaranteed but, a big freezer. But when you're going to go on a long trip, you get rid of all of the food so that it doesn't all go bad. All the perishables. Yeah, like the, the milks and the stuff like that. Yeah, be there'd be like granola and cereal and Probably. shit like that. A kid, I mean, a kid would need to eat like maybe they'd be fucking hungry. But, I mean, you could survive off a bowl of cereal every day and some water. Yeah, and you could find some, like, crackers or Just something. Just drink out of the toilet or whatever. Kids are resourceful. I was happy when that cashier at the grocery store was like, aren't you too young to be here? And yeah, it's nice He did have some good questions, but I'm glad that, like, that's something that's not been lost. Like, she was like, what the fuck are you doing here, eight-year-old? Yeah. But he was pretty quick on his feet. He just bought a bunch of paper towel, it looked like. 
I remember hearing uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin talking in an interview that the reason that parts of this movie worked really well was because he was really good at memorizing his lines, um, which would be tough for an eight-year-old actor to do. But He's a great kid actor, man. He is actually a good kid actor. If you think about most kid actors, they're terrible. And if you give them this long of a like a 90-minute screen time, they'll murder that. Yeah. The, the other reason why... I I was kind of a little bit cold on this movie is because I realized, I didn't realize until afterwards, but Uncle Buck came before this. Mm. Did it come before this? Yeah, because Macaulay Culkin was younger. Right. He was very young. It was actually because of Uncle Buck that he came up with the oh. idea for this movie because Macaulay Culkin asks John Candy all those questions. And he's like, right. what's the consecutive for questions? And he's like, and then he's like 38 or something like that. He's like, I'm your dad's brother. <laughs> 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 so so because of that movie he he wrote this movie mm-hmm. and i just feel like uh and once again it's not you can't really compare these two movies but but i feel like uncle buck is like a very superior movie to this about i guess it's a completely different topic yeah i guess it's more for me once again this is for kids yeah yeah, yeah uncle this buck's is not just a kid's so movie. much for kids though yeah it's it just is. like really for kids can you not understand oh. the lens you haven't such an issue with it <laughs> it's just like even if i watch goonies and stuff it just feels like uh i am which is something we're going to do in a year by the yeah. way goonies gonna be good get ready for that i can't one. i haven't seen that in so long so i'm excited but i just i just don't remember seeing a movie that was just so geared towards kids i guess it's been 30 years like goonies would be goonies would have kids but it's like told as a recollection from an older kid yeah. is it not so it's it's an adult telling the story about when they were kids which is more oh kind no, of no kind i mean of that. i've seen kids. goonies somewhat recently and it's a total kids movie too. okay yeah you're right i guess like i'm thinking like monster squad and all the movies that were out in those Jesus, days that movie would be terrible oh yeah it would be, be unwatchable it'll be unwatchable we've talked about it before nards. we've talked about it before well that's got um, what do you think about the fourth wall breaks in home alone what, was there some? Yeah, Kevin gets ready when the guys are coming in, and he's like, "This oh. is it. Don't get scared." And he's talking right to the camera, and I think he does it. I one thought he was time. just talking to himself. Maybe, but he kind of looks right in the camera when he does it. Maybe he, mm. he wasn't supposed to. I, I I got that sense too, but I didn't <laughs> like leave it in. I felt like he was pumping himself up, hmm. but I, I could be wrong. I didn't even think about it actually. <clears throat> um, Did it feel anticlimactic at the end, to you guys? Well, the thing is, is besides Buzz getting pissed that his room is in shambles, the rest of the house would have been pretty fucked up. Totally, you and wouldn't be looked, able to go to the looks basement. Super clean. Yeah, he, he looks like he put it all together again. I know it does, but there's no way. How do you get the tar off those stairs? Yeah. Out of the no basement? one's been downstairs yet. But, yeah, but, but like, I'm just saying you the, can't go downstairs now because the the back you can't go through the back because you're gonna break your neck, and you can't go down the tar and the nails. You can't even get to the laundry room. Yeah, yeah are you telling me no one slipped on the front stairs? Yeah, Joe Pesci did immediately. What did you salt them? Yeah. Afterwards? Oh, his mom should have. That, see, that would have been. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been a funny bit. Yeah. Is if Broke he showed her his head, mom, she dies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kevin <laughs> punishes himself, turns to a life of crime, math, male prostitution. Yeah. I ends up writing a play. Yeah. Hamilton, <laughs> hugely successful. Rest of his life is glory. I would have put in that his mom, when she's coming to the house, she's running and then she falls. And then you show the family and they're coming and they all fall. That would have been, that'd <laughs> been funny, yeah, right? That's not bad. There you go. There's a joke I get behind. They do go for the heartfelt. <laughs> they do go for the heartfelt ending, though, where mommy is there and then the rest of the family shows up. And the rest of the family is like pretty. They got there like five seconds after her, which they, makes but the whole they're thing. pretty. Sorry. What? what makes it what? Yeah. Like kind of like meh. Yeah. 
Agreed. Yeah. And then, like, the whole... No one in the family is like, Uncle Frank should have been super pissed that his trip was ruined. Did he Everyone's, come back? I don't think he came back. They all back. did. No, I didn't see Uncle Frank at the end. I thought it was just the immediate family. I don't uh, think that... Frank would have never come I'm back. I'm not coming back. Frank would have been like, Paris. stay in fucking Maybe Paris. Was, Maybe it was. shrimp? I'm 100% staying in Paris. If that's not my kid and the whole rest of that family's going... What do they need me for? I guess. I'm, I'm but like Buzz Frank. is like, hey, it's cool you didn't burn the host. I'd be like, fuck, dude. Like, this has been horrible because we like sat around in an airport for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Buzz would have like been a dick, but I don't know. They're just trying to redeem his character. I, I don't know. I... I just felt that was a little anticlimactic. Anyway. No, I got that feeling too, especially because there's such a big climax before. And then like when the mom comes home, it's kind of nothing. It's yeah. just like, it's like, oh, there, like, there's not even a lot of like impassioned, like hellos. It's like, she like hugs them. She... And then they leave them in the living room. Yeah, and everyone's so we like, can go look out the, the, the window at yeah. fucking old man hug a family. Yeah, everyone's yeah. just kind of like, hey, buddy. Yeah, they're like, I'm going into the kitchen to get food. And Kevin's like, all righty. I think his dad <laughs> so, says, he said he went shopping for laundry detergent. His dad's like, what a funny guy. Or yeah. Like that. Yeah, he, he says, what away. a funny guy. Yeah. What, this, like, this family is, like, they should have shown that at the beginning of the movie, Tarantino style. Then we'd have been like, this family doesn't give a fuck about Kevin. Yeah. Just the mom. <laughs> Just the mom, and only because she feels like a bad mom. She was a total... Uh, it's not because she missed him. It's because she forgot him. You know what I mean. No, she did. I mean, you would feel that way, too. You'd feel like an awful parent. I mean, that, to me, made sense. Oh, you would be a yeah. horrible parent. But yeah. you would you would definitely... That would, there'd be some guilt. It wouldn't just be missing the kid, but it would be like, I'm a terrible person. Oh, yeah, yeah it would be... I'm not coming back from It would this. be true suffering to, that, to deal with that feeling. And I probably. feel like they established that well. I got that. Yeah. Couldn't Kevin, uh, when he talked to old man Christmas um, <laughs> in the church, been like, oh, by the way, I'm in like crisis because my parents are gone and there's robbers coming to get me. Like, can I stay with you or. Yeah. Or went to or a police station. His phone was working at that point because he called 911 only after they had broken in. So when did they reestablish the phone lines? They established the it was going to be a couple of days. So so they probably just gave up calling. I, I'm That doesn't speed bump me. No, not really. But. Anyway, that Kevin didn't ask like someone he knew and trusted for help. Maybe Fair it's enough. a little weird, but whatever. I'm not going to think too much into it because it's a kids movie. Yeah. So do you guys want to call it? <clears throat> yeah, I kind of do. Um, this, so like from my perspective of having previously uh, experienced this movie as a young person and probably laughing my ass off at all the, the crazy violence and being uh, uh, envious of Kevin left home alone, having such a great adventure. I'd be like, as a kid, I would have been like, oh, come on, bring it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, obviously this movie is not, not for me anymore, um, but I think it does fine with what it's doing. It's not awful. I've seen way worse movies. Um, like the stuff that resonates the least with me right now is Kevin's alone time and getting used to being in the house where he's jumping on the bed and doing the shaving stuff and going shopping. Like that's just all kind of like blah. Um, but you know what? Pesci and Daniel Stern are good, are good side characters to have in. I like the stuff with the old man Christmas. I think there's some decent lessons for, for kids to learn in this movie, which is kind of a good thing. So, and the, the end action scene is as violent as it is, was a little shocking to me this time, but, um, we have the review of a five-year-old that it's funny as fuck. So, yeah, I'd say Home Alone kind of holds up. I think the Kevin stuff also doesn't resonate with me anymore. And I the <laughs> things with the bandits and uh, the things with his mom yeah. and the things with the old man. But I also don't think that the Kevin stuff's supposed to 
yeah. because he it's just that the humor is just like not for me it's for a kid right and so i was i kind of kept that in my mind the whole time i was watching it i was just like will a kid think this was funny yeah and would the kid think it was funny this the you know the sped up film and the him running around jumping on beds and stuff i mean it just felt very tame right and safe but like kids to kids that's what's fun is jumping on beds because the parents aren't <laughs> home like if your parents like aren't combing home combing your hair in a mirror and having like taking a shower like kids don't do that you're so gonna he's go, like being very adult you're gonna go if he, he thought his parents were i mean let's be honest he thought his parents were dead he thought they were dead or they disappeared yeah yeah they so like died. so like he was going and jumping on their bed because like no one could do anything about it yeah and that's what a kid would do and love how he called out buzz i'm in your room you better come in and pound me yeah he says come pound me <laughs> That stuck out to me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, that's probably that could be better different. phrasing. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I mean, I felt like it had some structure problems and some other things, and it did feel a little anticlimactic. But, but I, I think for kids, this is going to be like a a movie they can watch like for years to come. So I feel like in that respect, it does hold up. Uh, it's just like just it's just like I'm just a little disappointed because I thought it was going to be a little bit more for me. Yeah. But um, so I couldn't like it as much just because it's so far removed. I'm just so far removed from the parts. I would have loved to have like, you know, it would have been really fun to like watch a whole bunch of kids watching it and get their reactions. Yeah. Because like, I feel like this type of movie, you need that. And that's why I feel like Brent was kind of lucky because he got to watch it with a little a little one who like, totally like totally um everything worked i'm sure for her hmm. and she like was she because i know she can get bored and stuff was she engaged yeah did not, she sit and watch the movie or was she like playing with toys or i don't know she watched it took a bit though like the thing that you realize um watching as many movies with little kids is that um older movies have different attention spans than new movies. New movies are very, um, like get right to something interesting because you got to bring them in. Right. Old movies, um, don't seem to worry about that as much. So there is like a little bit of a, a span where the kids like, like, why am I watching this? And it's happened with a few things that I've watched with her, um, where it just, it doesn't get right to it. Right. And when it doesn't like kids tune out, tend to tune out a yeah, little bit. She, so, so it's pacing. Yeah. I mean, so that's, that's definitely the case with this movie. I guess they wouldn't get the suspense being built that the guys are trying to break in. It's more about get them in there. But in the very beginning, you don't even know. No, but she observes that they're bad guys. Like she, she knew that they were bad guys, but without really knowing what, yeah. what the plan is. But, but also like the thing that this movie does poorly is uh, you don't really know. If, if you're going into this as a kid, like cold. Yeah. Uh, even knowing it's called Home Alone, like you don't really know what the hell this movie is about. No. Like for the first 20 minutes, you're like, what is this? Why am I like, you would be like, why am I watching? What is this about? And it's not until he wakes up and comes down the stairs. Cause I mean, you could even as a kid, not even realize he wasn't with them. Mm -hmm. it, even cause if you're a kid, you're not really noticing that where they count the neighbor and stuff. I mean, like that's good that they cover for that. But, but till Kevin comes out of his room, he's like, they're gone. It's just like, what was this movie about? So that, that kind of does make sense, <laughs> right? Yeah. I just think it's bad structure and pacing. But once again, once it starts, I'm sure she was right into it, right? Yeah. No, once things start rolling. Yeah. Once things start rolling, then no problem. So do you think it holds up? Like on your, 
on its legs then? Yeah, I do. And I, I think I would have if I didn't watch it with her too. I just think that the movie is the same as it ever was, right? Um, the humor is kind of the slapsticky violence and stuff like that. Other than that, it's like some silly kid shit like with the aftershave and whatever else, right? Like all that stuff is just meant to be lighthearted fun and it works and carries you through the movie and the movie's not crazy long. So it doesn't take too long to go from here to there. There's like a little redemption story in there. He starts as a little prick. He ends up realizing that he's a prick and he tries to come to wishes for his family back. I just yeah, want to I see mean, Uncle Frank eat some shit. Also, the music I found was really bad. Um, like when he's on his yeah. knees and he's sliding and stuff, and it's like, and I, it's just, I, and once again, it 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 probably wouldn't make any difference. For it's just it's over the top and schlocky. Yeah. But for kids, it probably works perfectly because it gives them that emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That like when that when he starts sliding and the music's like, and the kids like, hey, he's sliding. But like, I would have never used music. You could have found something better. No, totally. It's not that this movie's not without its, it's problems. Faults, yeah, but yeah. It's, I just um, thought we'd mention, I'd mention. The on the whole, I think a pretty decent movie, actually. I enjoyed watching it again. I don't enjoy watching everything. Yeah, no, it's true. This was made for $18 million and made almost $500 million in the box office. Yeah, it was. this was like, I, I knew this was something like that. This and was th- gigantic. There were two sequels? Hold there's, on, two and three? There is one sequel with Macaulay. There's New York and then there's a different one. And then right? there's another kid that they did a third one with another child. Because Kalki did that more dramatic movie movie and then fucking just retired baller style well he got oh, yeah. he got too old to do this and so they had to throw in another Frodo, kid the good yeah, child yeah, yeah. or something like yeah that. that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a psycho yeah, yeah. And he wanted to play the villain <laughs> yeah good for him man yeah no yeah, i mean and i don't know if you've listened to interviews with macaulay culkin and shit like that recently. i heard him on rogan guy is awesome well yeah. seems like an awesome guy rogan and him had a really good time i don't know if macaulay was high or not man you consider a guy that was that crazy successful and famous as a kid that, and yeah. hung out with michael jackson and he's this cool still yep pretty fucking resolute i i think he did have some drug problems right when he was in his like late teens or i mean just called having a good time as a young celebrity <laughs> yeah i guess who wouldn't? He had a good time. So I, yeah, I'm like I'm I'm fine with saying that this holds up. Like I can't really like it's just not it's just it's not <laughs> for me. So I can't get over it's so funny to me. You I've never seen you so like bitterly accepting of a movie. It's just so weird to me that uh that um it that the 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 kids' movies have become so much more sophisticated than this. This is like just the way they were thinking, I guess. I mean, trust I me, not every kid movie is. No, no. I'm just saying, like the you ones, watch good ones because those are the ones that stand out. But there is a ton of other. Kids I know movies. you're right. That's fair. And I, when I, you yeah. compare, especially this next to that yardstick, that's fair. Yeah, this Oscars. is like fucking Godfather for <laughs> yeah. kids. You're totally right because there is a lot of uh, garbage bad kid stuff. Yeah, out garbage. There. I guess terrible. I'm thinking more of the high level. Yeah. Stuff. Right on. And I don't watch that stuff, so I don't know the difference. But it's like I've had to suffer through a lot of crap yeah, with a kid. Has. I bet a he lot has. of crap. You don't know what I've seen, man. <laughs> you don't know what I've seen. I want to talk about it. <laughs> All right, Home Alone. Surprise, surprise. Three holds up. Definitely for kids, though. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised so, as well. So ch- I think we've nailed that part of it. Um, it is for children. And and uh, Rated R. this watch is part of our, uh, our Christmas series for 2019. So uh, from our family to all your families. Merry fucking Christmas. (laughs) 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 All right, that's pretty much the end. All right, everybody, thanks a lot. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your shit.
Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.